Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is April 16th, 2020. I am very quickly losing my mind, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, what's up? This is Kat, and I am joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. What's an Oxford comma? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, how many times do I have in my notes? I found a note for this, so I was like... Uh... I can or just this one. No, because just because I've for, got it in. Well, yeah, you do mention it all the time. I figured I should I've know what we're talking about. I've got a lot of notes. I thought all so commas Oxford, were built the same. No, the Oxford comma is when you have a list of three things and there's a comma in between each thing. So, um, it's so if you had like, ah, there are always there's there are jokes about it. and I can't ever remember them, but it's like you know. So if you have like. Broccoli, cheese, and lettuce. Um, without an Oxford comma, it'd be broccoli, comma, cheese, and, and lettuce. Yeah. But the Oxford comma would be broccoli, it's... comma, cheese, comma, and lettuce. Gotcha. Okay. And it makes more sense that way because otherwise it's broccoli and then cheese and lettuce. I don't. You. I get that, but I was told. Yeah, I don't use the Oxford comma then. Oh well. It's terrible. I've been told it looks schools. wrong. Like I don't know. You no, know, it looks wrong to not have it because it's so. It sets. It sets it apart, like well, this isn't... correctly, because like I just said, because like it, now for dinner we're having broccoli and then we're having cheese and lettuce together, which is just <laughs> disgusting. But this isn't you know? the old country. We don't have to say stuff like Oxford does. This isn't the old. This has nothing to do with the old. Wait, country. isn't this has to do with where's Oxford? <laughs> In England. Okay, yeah. So uh, we don't need to use their commas. I take their commas are better. Amer- than our commas. American commas. America and make more commas. sense. Like, um, what's the one that's like? If I had no, if I, I had not. used that comma like that, I would have gotten kicked out of some grade. I don't know. There's something. There's something like um. Let um, I'm having dinner. Something like there's I don't know some way that you can put it without the Oxford comma. It sounds like you're gonna eat your grandma. I'm gonna get look through your notes here and see. If you really you don't just, use it, oh, you, you should just. Yeah, hey, look at this right here. Time. Here's one situation, in the things you say: daughter, granddaughter, sister, and aunt, without a comma yes, after is... the final sister. Yes. Where? <laughs> oh, that's the that's the that's the epitaph. Oh oh, <laughs> I was looking right at the spot where. Okay, I just screwed up your whole punchline and everything. Yeah. So. Um... Uh... <laughs> So it's, so it's like the the other things are separate, but then sister and aunt are the same thing. So you're like a sister aunt sister or an aunt, aunt sister. Like the 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 this family's all messed up, and I shouldn't even be saying this because it's terrible. Because we're talking about a dead person. Oh. Anyway. Don't we have like a person? a cousin's uncle of some sort somewhere? Are you gonna? Uh, is mom gonna text us about this? Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Um, Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I mean all I'm of it sure, is is a like, yes or no in, question. Yeah. Way back in the time, like uh, everyone out here in the Midwest or whatever was marrying everyone else because it was the Dust Bowl. And then like sometimes you only had cousins. I mean, Jesse James married his first cousin. Oh, first cousin. Yeah. And they had two kids together. Yeah, but isn't he from Missouri? Well, yeah. Well, that's your. Okay. But I mean, like we're not from Arkansas, but I mean. <laughs> He's from you know, Missouri. It's still Kansas. I mean, there's there still were not a lot of people out here, especially like in the Dust Bowl or whatever. I assume some stuff went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about our family. Girls, women be shopping. 
How do, do how does the friend society pick? Uh, because I know the reason we're not Quakers or friends or whatever anymore is because our, our family married outside of the religion. Yeah, which is good. I mean, like we got those genes diversified. Yeah, that's all I know about it. I just yeah. like they left. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> someone married someone, and then they weren't allowed to be there anymore. I guess everything's a little like fresher on the other side of the family, but um, do you think their oats were really good? Probably. I mean, like they're the most famous oats around. Who owns the Quaker oats right now? Is that something I could look um, up? Real quick? Oh, there was a whole. Do Quakers um, own there's Quaker this podcast oats? called Business Wars, and it's okay. And they talked about it. It was like the cereal wars or something. It was like. Do you think they're like Nazis' children? What? <laughs> it seems like everybody owns owns a company is the children of some Nazis or something like that. I'm pretty sure the guy who invented them, um, oh, I think he invented them. He um Oh dear, Pepsi owns was them. really he was really big on um eating really bland because bland was the only good thing. No, maybe it was cornflakes. Maybe it was both. Was that but, like uh, spaceship noise on your side or my side? Did you hear that? Sound like a uh, maybe a helicopter landing or a. Um... I think you're again hearing my laptop fans. Well, earlier it was. No, this is way different. I mean, I I still hear your laptop fans, but they sound like aliens talking. Do you need some medication? Maybe I took too much medication. <laughs> <laughs> I hear aliens and. Um, uh, a ship of some sort landing. Are they, do they bring COVID medicine? Maybe. Did you see that we have a cluster? Really? A COVID cluster at Stormont Vale, our local hospital. Really? There are 13 people in three different uh, buildings or something or areas that have it. Oh, so that's dear. called a cluster. Well, crap. What? I said, oh, dear. Well, I mean, my favorite uh, part about this was the fact that Kansas was secluded and Topeka was, you know, we're small, so we don't mm -hmm. have to deal with it. We're pretty big compared to the rest of Kansas. There's like Kansas City. I know, Wichita, but I mean, like, and then you know, us. like they, there's more people in New York City than there are in Kansas. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So but I don't know. Yeah. And they don't tell you how many, they just started saying how many people in Kansas are recovering. Rather than like, have... it used to be just uh, how many had it and then how many died. And then the number of recovered was zero because they weren't tracking it. And so now we have 13 people who have recovered. <laughs> they, and it's like, have, no. Yeah, it's no clue. Um, <laughs> have you seen anyone like anywhere testing people? Like like out in public just out testing people? Yeah, or like what? any kind of testing. I don't know. I, I guess I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I've. Just stuck well, my head in the sand doing... for most of this and just realized that our health care is not going to cut doing it. Is, they need to be testing the entire um, population um, because, like, we can't get good data if we don't know things about the healthy people and then, like, the asymptomatic carriers and then, like, the where the clusters actually are. I suppose kind of the worry would be Americans' freedom, but... Um, okay. Did you see the cell that um, Apple and Google are working together to do something through Bluetooth so that like uh, if uh, one person is diagnosed with COVID, then they can see everyone. 
based on their phones okay. who was around that person and then go and test them or something. Well, that's everybody's phone then. <laughs> yeah, it's Google is and bonkers. Apple. Yeah, Google and Apple worked together. They had a joint press conference and I was like, the world's ending. Yep. The world is officially ending. <laughs> Donald Trump has officially condemned the who and cut funding off of them. I mean, not like the, <laughs> the who, but like they live in the, the World though. Health Organization. Yeah. What? I don't know what. He, I, he basically, I, I stuff, like, I don't know what's about. Oh, my like, God. He's just, like, an, an idiot. It's a bull in a china shop. Like, like we all said this was going to be. He, I he's saw essentially, the headlines and said, nope, I'm not doing that today. I've got, I've got a lot of other awful stuff today. I'm not doing that today. Yeah. Oh, this will be two days after this happened. So oh, that's well, <laughs> forgot about that. Cool. Well, yeah. So the cluster may have killed all of us by then. Who knows? Ah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you want to talk about a dead person? Might as well. And a, a legal battle and more Jewish stuff. An illegal battle. A legal battle. Aren't all battles illegal? No, I mean only when like George Bush orders them. <laughs> oh, hot take. Damn. Uh. Not that hot. Um, yeah. So yet again, we are talking about a Jewish couple, and I'm not entirely sure how this keeps happening, but hey, like, Jewish community really contributes to the history of, like, queer queer history in general. Like, rock on. I had no idea. Yeah. And so now- Thanks for being part of the community. Everyone no idea knows. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Even though, man. you know, that's just how it happened, but- Well, like, thanks for being a fighter, especially yeah. in this, you know? That kind of stuff. So in 1997, um, Sherry Barone and Cynthia Friedman were a Jewish couple who moved from Philadelphia to Los Angeles. They had been together 13 years, uh, but marriage equality had never been had never been legal uh, in their entire time together. So they weren't able to get married. And we know that's usually a problem because um, if you're not married, then you're not entitled to like the legal rights that a married couple would have. So a big thing that people mention is that if you're not married, you can't like, you don't have power of attorney over um, like your partner of however many years you don't, you often can't get into the hospital to see them if their family doesn't um, approve of you or the relationship. So it's just um, very problematic and stuff like that. Um but so in um, 1989, when Cynthia was diagnosed with cancer, she began making arrangements for um, her loved ones and her own per personal wishes. And part of that is that she jumped through a ton of legal hoops to make sure that Sherry had control over her health while she was alive and her estate after she died. So she did a whole bunch of like legal stuff to make sure that she was able to do the same things that she would be able to do if they'd been able to get married and so luckily they had like the means to be able to do that whereas and like the forethought like she was diagnosed with cancer she had time to think these things through and get it done whereas like if you get hit by a car and you don't have this stuff you know then like you're just you could be out of luck you know um because usually they go with the next of kin next of kin which is the family because you're not married and i find this uh hmm problematic but also i can see why sometimes i don't know did you um, hear that at all that sound the mm? the car maybe <laughs> oh okay all right it just came the through very loud outside. through here um uh, all right well, never mind i don't know continue yeah you probably can't hear it on my 
Um, so, like I said, she went through a lot of legal hoops. She was able to um, have the ability to get, you know, her stuff in order. Uh, and she had said multiple times, multiple times before she died, she said to multiple family members and to Sherry and to just people that she wanted her, um, is it epitaph? Yeah. Is that what's called on your grave? Uh-huh. The you, words okay. on there? She. Yeah, yeah, she wanted her epitaph to read beloved life partner, daughter, granddaughter, sister, and aunt. Sister and aunt does not have an Oxford comma. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. um, Sorry. But you know what? <laughs> she she and Sherry did so much to help the cause. We we will. Do you just like avoid that. lists of more than two? You know, you should have a list of three. Like if you're going to list things, it should always be three. At least. Usually just three. And then you ha- you should... In my opinion, you should have an Oxford comma. I think in the opinion of the majority of the English writing world, you should have an Oxford comma. Uh. I think the APA doesn't require one. Yeah, it, nowhere... Maybe it's Chira- nowhere I think it's Chicago Turabian. Prince uses that. What? Like, uh, I no news app that I have. Like, the New York Times doesn't use the Oxford comma. Yeah, there's, um, I mean, and those are, like, choices, and, and like, the New York Times use, it depends on the style book you use, which I think is very stupid, but, like, so I've had to use APA and Chicago Turabian, and then, like, um, is MPA Spell Turabian. T-U-R-A-B-I-N. Oh. It used to be Chicago, and then there was a Turabian, and then they combined. I don't know why. This is from my AP literature and composition class in high school. What's a Turabian? So this has, I don't know, it, it's a style book. Can oh, we talk about right. Cynthia and Sherry? All right, fine. <laughs> Get back to your depressing story. <laughs> okay, well, so oh, wait, after okay. Cynthia. Never mind. You done? Yep, maybe. <laughs> Continue. Google on your own time. After Cynthia died, Sherry purchased two plots next to each other and a, an adjoining headstone for when she followed Cynthia. But the cemetery, however, refused to put up the headstone because they refused to do it with the epitaph and they claimed they couldn't do it because Cynthia's parents objected to it, Um, which is nonsense since Sherry had complete legal control over Cynthia's affairs. Um, And I was not able to find why on earth this cemetery thought they could do this. Like... I just, I don't know. She had legal, uh, legal control and maybe over they her just, affairs. Uh, yeah, that seems, I don't know. Why, why'd really she pick did not, that cemetery? Like, I, well, because it's a Jewish cemetery. Oh, all right, gotcha. And then they, they didn't know that it was going to happen. They didn't, um, Sherry didn't make a contract for the headstone until like two days after, uh, Cynthia died. Um, and so then they rejected it or something. Um, oh, excuse me. Isn't it really um, hard to get buried in a Jewish cemetery? You can't have a tattoo or any piercings um, or like. I don't, I, I don't know. I know that if you're Jewish, you can be in a Jewish cemetery. I don't know. I don't, I'm pretty sure laws have, or rules and stuff have probably relaxed over the years. I mean, maybe yeah. super orthodox, but I don't know. Fair enough. I mean, I, it doesn't seem like they objected to burying her there because she's a lesbian. It seems like they objected to the epitaph, which doesn't make any sense because I can't find anything out there that says they objected to it. 
really I only found that the family objected to it in one place. And so there was just no reason, really, that they were rejecting this. Um, And so uh, Lambda Lambda Legal jumped in because they are awesome and they do what they do. Uh, which is, you know, fighting bigotry and uh, anti-LGBT things. And, like, if Lambda Legal gets involved, like, if you're on the wrong side of it, you should be pretty scared. <laughs> like, if Lambda Legal if Lambda Legal gets in, you are, you're in trouble, and it's going to be bad. Um, so they were fighting the cemetery for breach of contract because they had actually signed the contract for the headstone. Huh. And the two plots. So that's, you know, how it works. You know? So <laughs> yeah. breach of contract. So in, so this was in, um, let's see, she was diagnosed in 1989. I believe she died in 1991. Um, and in 19, it took until 1997 for the cemetery to settle out of court for $15,000 and finally let them put up the headstone. So, um so what this means for Jewish tradition, um, from what I'm able to, from what I understand, what I was able to find, um, Jewish tradition includes an unveiling ceremony, uh, which is when the headstone is placed at the grave. So um, I was reading that this is different from like Christian burial because the headstone's already there. And I'm like, I don't think we had a headstone for great grandpa for a little while, or maybe grandpa Fran, or maybe both. Uh, but maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe it's like, if you can afford it, then it's already there in Christianity. I don't know. But in any case, the um, the Jewish tradition has an unveiling ceremony. And this is done after the Kaddish period, which is a mourning period when you say the, is it Kaddish or Kaddish prayer every single day, um, usually for 11 months. If it's a parent, you definitely do it for 11 months. And then on the one-year anniversary of the person's death, you say the Kaddish prayer one more time at the gravesite, and the headstone is placed during that cemetery. So that should have been done a year after um, Cynthia died. But because of this legal battle, they weren't able to do that until 1997, which I believe is six years later. So, so, so it was like an infringement on their religious rights too, which this cemetery knew because this was a Jewish cemetery. So they knew they were infringing on these religious rights and traditions and all of that. And, and, and even that wasn't enough to, you know, let it happen. I don't know. So Lambda Legal to the rescue. Bum, ba, bum. I guess way late, but, you know, like. I don't know enough to, they do? about them to talk about them. <laughs> I should have like an episode about them. They're pretty yeah, awesome. That's, then I'll learn. That's how I'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's basically like having um, Jose Baez on your side, except not slimy and uh, not creepy, I guess. Oh. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking uh, about. Is that a lawyer? Jose Baez. He got, he got um, uh, what the heck is her name? I don't remember. He got a lot of people off down in, I think, Florida. He's a the, prostitute? Uh, Kaylee Anthony, Casey Anthony, he got, what? <laughs> Sex worker and also what? You said he got them off. 
Jesus Christ. Well, he got Casey Anthony off by claiming that her dad <laughs> sexually abused her. Uh-oh. Like, just out of nowhere, what? that was not true, and no one had ever suggested that. And Yeah, I remember yeah, that being a pretty so. terrific little incident that they uh, stole our minds with for a while. Oh, it was, and, and the it's trial, still. Like, yeah, that was. Oh, that trial still, like, people, like, any murder podcast you listen to will eventually get to that. And it's just so insane. I need someone to diagnose her for me. What is her diagnosis to the point where, like, she had two security guards with her, or two police officers who thought she worked at Orlando Studios, and she led them in. And she was able to get through, like, she was like, oh, I don't have my badge or whatever. Can you just buzz me in? And the person buzzed her in. So, like, apparently, if you want to work at Orlando Studios, just go there. Well, but then, probably so not she anymore. Led them, she led them up to where her office was supposed to be and, like, was saying hey to people, you know, as she passed. And the people were like, what? What? I don't know. But then, so she turned a corner and said, this is where my office is. In, like, just dead end. Completely dead end. And then she turned around and goes... Yeah, I don't work here. <laughs> and it's like, what is that? <laughs> what on earth disorder is that where you can, where you just stick to the lie and lean into it to the point that you lead police officers to a dead end at a place you don't work? Um, it'd be a lot funnier if she wasn't like a murderer or whatever happened to her. Well, she's not, according to the jury. Or just not because guilty. Honest, okay, and honestly, like, I listen to, like, way too many law podcasts and stuff. And there's this one that, um, well, especially Getting Off, I think they did. Um, they present only what was presented at trial. And um, listening to only what was presented at trial, I really don't think I could have found her guilty. Which is upsetting to me. I like to listen to, like, you know, people get angry. They're like, how could they not, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, listen to what exactly was presented at trial. I understand why OJ got off. Yeah. You know, I understand why Casey Anthony got off. I don't understand why, is it, oh, what's his name? One of the Petersons. I don't understand why he's on death row. Um, I don't like that at all. I couldn't have convicted him. He was convicted out of anger. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Yeah. Does it? I don't no. I don't even know where I am. Yeah. Well <laughs> you I was just thinking about Tara Banks. <laughs> I was just thinking about Tara Banks. Was is that from Family Guy? Yeah. <laughs> I think okay. it's like the maybe the Star Wars one or something. Um Yeah. Should I go on to some housekeeping? Yeah, do the social media. All right. If you'd like to like us, we would like you a lot. Go to Facebook. Her name is Queer All Year. We're also on there. If you, or Our group is also on there if you want to get some more detailed stuff. It is called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. And uh, you can check us out on Twitter or Instagram at, as Queer All Year Pod. And then go to patreon.com slash queer all year to get all of our bonus episodes, ringtones, um stuff probably gonna talk videos about robert, the doll. robert the doll was the next upcoming bonus episode um and that's patreon.com slash queer all year indeed um, i just burped yuck if you would like to tell people about us that would that would be awesome tell everyone because we want everyone to know we want people to listen we want to interact we want to spread 
how the Jewish community has just been like apparently leading the fight for queer rights. Heck yeah, you guys. My God. Ooh. Um and uh yeah, so tell people about us. Uh go out and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, profession or professionally, preferably, uh, or wherever you listen to us. And um that would be super help super helpful. Oh my god. Odd, super helpful, deep. McGee, do you want some advice from a unicorn? Yeah. Oh my god. Let's do okay. it. All right. Today's advice from a unicorn is: if you don't love what you do, it's time to make a change. Which is true yeah. if you can afford it, because a lot of people were saying to me, like, you know, just get a new job at one point, and I was like, okay, show me a job. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I heard you, but. But there yeah. is but if you don't part of me do, that's always like, you can find something to myself. You. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. To yourself. Otherwise, like, I hate when people are like, you don't have to work at McDonald's or you don't have to work at Chick-fil-A. And it's like, I almost had to work at Mc- or at uh, Walmart, you know? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Walmart apparently is treating their employees better than they used to. So Yeah. No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong about working at Walmart. I'm just saying, like, that was the one place that I was going to have to work, you yeah. know? But then uh, I found the Boys and Girls Club. You, and I don't know if I've said that. You I could probably there. do construction, right? You probably get not. on a jackhammer. I applied for the KBI. Oh yeah, that's right. I applied for the KBI, and then I applied for the Highway Control, whatever. You probably didn't the KBI. Put people into CODIS. You sh- probably should. What and... didn't get in the KBI thing? Because I've been openly telling people that I wanted my friend who worked on that building to sell secrets to the Chinese government. How long ago was that? Because this was a while ago. Uh, but Aunt Patty told me I had to send in years. a list of all my family members who have, like, security clearances. And apparently that's a lot of people. Mm. And so I had to send it in with my application. I never got a response. <laughs> they were just like, this is, I don't know why she has this many security clearances. Right. Like, but, who's you know? this spy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, I just have a lot of patriot family members who yeah are, everyone's in the military or something doesn't that just mean i'm more trustworthy you know right <laughs> uh, yeah apparently not whatever i don't know that doesn't anyway so trustworthiness and loyalty and love power and... to the proletariat i don't i don't okay <laughs> and um yeah okay so uh we we love you